0: here we go again, podcast number two of the week. Uh, I don't know how long this is going to last uh, because it actually is difficult trying to line up two guests in one week. That's what I'm coming to find out. But it, when I can, if I can, I'm going to put them out as, uh, as much as possible. But uh, welcome back, everybody. My name is Dan Johnson. I am your host for this glorious show where we get to talk about bow hunting gear. Now, today, we are going to be talking with Chris Hood of Predator Camo, and he's going to uh, basically fill us in on what we've been missing, and, uh, you know, Predator is one of those companies that there are guys out there who absolutely love their stuff, they're real hardcore about it, and uh, maybe Chris will give you some information today about uh, why you need to, to give uh, Predator a second look. But real quick side note, kind of uh, um, in regards to the Huntera and the Nose Jammer giveaways that I dropped the ball on and uh, didn't make a post on Facebook. I just made a post, and uh, I want to congratulate Judd from Nebraska for winning the Huntera map and uh, that combo pack, and Dan from Wisconsin for the uh, Nose Jammer Pro Pack. Uh, I'm not even going to begin to uh, pronounce their last names, but uh, I've contacted those guys and uh, they are the winners. Um, also make sure you listen all the way through because Predator is going to be giving away a pretty cool prize uh, for this giveaway this week's giveaway and um, I guess that's me done talking. That's me done talking. I can't even talk English. Anyway, let's get to the interview with Chris Hood of Predator. All right, on the phone with me now is Chris Hood of Predator Camo. How's it going today, Chris?
1: Good, good, man.
0: Good, good. So uh, how has your season been this far? I know you make a trip to Kansas, and uh, you went out west for some elk. Fill us in.
1: Uh, Yeah, it's been actually a really good season for me. Um, I had a uh, um, New Mexico elk tag, followed up with a New Mexico Ibex tag and then a couple of different whitetail hunts. Um, the, elk, the elk hunt was uh, in a unit that I had hunted um, a couple of years prior um, and did not have success, uh, seen some really, really good bulls, uh, just wasn't able to close the deal. I uh, got lucky and drew the tag again, and uh, this time I decided to go back and, and I hunted it um, with a buddy um, who had never been on elk hunt before, and I wanted him to kind of get the experience and kinda of get catch the bug so to speak and um we had some good encounters and whatnot but uh never never could close a deal with him and he had to fly back out for work so I dropped him off of the airport actually and then went back in that night and that's the night I killed the bull. Um it was a nice bull, probably three fifteen range, something like that. But uh, to do it solo um was a pretty cool thing and you know you know, killed him about last light and by the time I got back to the camp with the last load it was about three thirty in the morning. So pretty long pretty long pretty long night. Yeah, then after uh after New Mexico we, we um I went up to Colorado and jumped in on a hunt with my brother. Uh he had a you know over the counter in Colorado where he lives. And he's got a couple of good spots up there and you know we we actually got on some pretty nice bulls um, you know, really, really close. And he ended up, um, the morning we we killed was second to last morning. Running out of time. Um, we had a three fifty, three sixty out at about a hundred yards, but a smaller satellite um came in, um, responded to the calls and came in. So he ended up he opted to take to take that and fill the freezer since it's been a couple of years since he killed killed the bull out there, so um, so that was a pretty successful hunt, um, and then from there it was back down to New Mexico for the Ibex hunt, and, uh, probably out of all the hunts this year, that was probably my most favorite hunt, even though I didn't fill the tag, and was actually the only tag I didn't fill this year, but, like, uh, definitely the most challenging and hardest hunt I've ever been on, um, the most deceptive mountain range I've ever been in, it's, it's, um, Deeper and nastier than you think, and just the challenge of getting close to an ibex with the bow, um, close enough for a shot, is um, what made it all worth it for me. It was probably one of the coolest hunts I've ever been on, and I will definitely be putting in to draw that tag again um, in the near future. Hopefully, I can can pull that tag again, um, but uh, that was probably the coolest hunt. And then,, uh, yeah, just on our home farm here in Wisconsin, we uh, we filled some tags. i shot I shot a pretty nice deer, hundred fifty inch um, ten pointer, and then uh, finished off the season with the hunt in Kansas, which ended up being a spot and stock hunt uh, first ever whitetail killed spot and stock. and that was a really cool hunt. Um, some of the guys actually located the deer in the morning, um, after they had shot, shot one, uh, with a crossbow, they called us and, you know, said there's a, another really good deer in the area. You say I should try and, you know, try and find them. And, you know, if you can see if he's in a place to spot and stalk him. And so we, uh, we went, we went down and, you know, basically we're there for 10 minutes, set up and, uh, he popped up and, you know, showed off, you know, his location, so we were able to make a game plan, and um, there were six of us, two of us um, did the belly crawling and, you know, closed the deal, and everybody else got to sit back and watch the show through the uh, the binoculars and spying and it was a really, really cool hunt to, to have everybody be able to kind of take part in that, so.
0: Cool, cool. Well, this is a gear show, so... What I want you to do now is go ahead and talk about what you do at Predator and give me a little bit of uh, company history, how, you know, how uh, Predator got started and then what you do there as well.
1: Okay, yeah, just a little history, a little history on the company. Um the the company was started started by another guy. Um and my dad, and my uncle had been in the industry, you know, making tree stands prior to and they made the connection um, prior to, uh, you know, getting involved and, you know, just trying to help him, help him out because, you know, he was struggling as far as getting the company off the ground and, and getting traction and whatnot. So, um, they actually came to a deal about two years later, and um, my dad and my uncle bought the company and brought him on as a, uh, as an employee for a few years. Um, after a couple of years, he had decided he wanted to go back out and do his own thing and and make some stuff some predator and wool and whatnot so they you know wrote him a license and exclusively licensed him for do to do wool for the for the time um, so that's kind of how they um became into predator they were doing both the tree stain company and predator um, for up until about two thousand one and then predator became the main focus so um so I've kind of grown up in the in the business and in the industry um just kind of more recently the last few years really taken more of a you know role within the company and and what I do particularly is is more of the marketing and branding of the company um I help out with product you know product development and and stuff here and get my input and stuff and that but that's not um technically my expertise i do more more of the marketing and branding. Um,
0: behind behind the company. So. Gotcha, gotcha. Now, as far as as far as patterns are concerned, um, let's see here. You got brown deception. You got fall gray. You got spring green. You got 3D deception, and then you got green deception. And I'm, I'm looking. I'm pulling this off the website. Let's let's get a little background on maybe each pattern, and then what they're best used for.
1: Uh, yeah, so so the green patterns obviously are you know they better, better served in the you know spring or late summer, early fall when you still got a lot of green tones in, in the in in nature and whatnot before the leaves start changing color or falling off. Um, the green deception pattern is is hugely popular out in the northwest in areas like Washington and Oregon. Um, spring green is one of my personal favorites. Um, I just well, I just love the way the, the pattern looks, the breakup and and the tone the tone ranges and um, so those those are you know earlier season patterns um, and then as the leaves start to change uh, we kind of get into our more in our you know brown deception in, in 3D um, those patterns begin to to work really well as, as the the leaves change and fall off or even as a, a western hunter when you're hunting on the ground um bound deception is a great pattern for um anything when you get further away at distance it really helps break up your outline um 3d um, looks really great in hunting above timberline when you get into areas where there's rock slides and you know stuff like that um 3d also looks really good um when the leaves are um, starting to fall and then um a lot of the diehard predator guys, their favorite is fall gray for, and where that really shines is late season. When the um, leaves are completely off the trees, you need as much breakup as possible. Um, you need to be able to get away, you know, with not much movement, but you need to be able to, you know, be able to reach over and grab your bow and, you know, get that shot off. So. Gotcha.
0: Now, what is open pattern technology?
1: Um, open pattern technology is just kind of the basis um, of what our, all of our patterns have been built on. and um, It's not, it's not, our patterns are never meant to blend in. They're always meant to help break up your outline, you know. It's not, uh, it's not about looking like a tree. It's about not looking like a human. So um, that's kind of the basis of what, you know, our patterns are all about, and it's, it's, it's large open blotches, contrasting colors, um, throwing in different, different, um, shadows and layers. And, you know, I think there's 13 different layers, you know, based on shadows and and color tones and, and everything in the deception pattern. So.
0: Gotcha. And then, Hello okay um and then uh so what kind of I, I know i know the the 3d deception is kind of uh the newest pattern on the i guess on on the market for you guys but what kind of what kind of like science or research goes into creating a, a new pattern for you guys
1: um well as far as i can't i mean i can't really speak as far as the older patterns go because i wasn't uh involved any of that um the, the tra- there was a transition i know from you know our old basic fall brown spring green and fall gray pattern to a little bit more updated with the uh deception pattern but basically the same basic principles with, are, are there with just added a little bit at the time with more detail and, and, and depth and um, a few more layers there um and then a couple years ago i it was about 2008 2009 um, we I was kind of getting more involved with the company and we we wanted to try and get more shelf appeal more 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 appeal to people who don't don't necessarily understand predator and that's kind of where 3d was born. We wanted to use the deception pattern um, because it still offers the same great functionality of the deception and what predators about with the open pattern and the blotches and everything but we wanted to Incorporate some more of you know high res you know images that look like look like a tree look more like moss on a tree, look more like branches um, blotches that they look more like you know more texture and everything so it could be offer that uh, shelf appeal for somebody who doesn't necessarily know the pattern but hopefully that you know if they do like it from that perspective and they try wearing it and they actually understand and they see what happens with the the advantage of learning pattern that breaks up like the predator does. Gotcha.
0: And I know that, you know, from talking to, you know, yourself and other people within, I guess, the camo game, um, shelf appeal is, is important for a company. Um, how, why is it important for, um, a company like Predator, and I know you kind—you kind of mentioned it, but how important is it to make a product that, or how hard is it to make a product that actually works in the field as opposed to um, having it look good on a shelf for someone who who may not be as hardcore as you know the rest of the the rest of your customers
1: yeah i mean that's that's the that's the difficult part right you know it's um you know it's what uh realtree andmoscios have done so well is 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 the shelf appeal and 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 building building the brand brand of you know blending in and looking like a tree and and all that well um that's you know that's not where our camel shines our camel is all about the break up it you know making sure you don't look like a person at you know twenty thirty forty 50 you know longer yards away you know so that's that's always been the tough thing and and that's why our stuff doesn't sell as great on on a a store rack um it's and it's it's more comes down to for us is is just education and and actually having guys who have used our stuff and try it and fall in love with it and recommend it to their friends and, and and hunting partners that they go out with you know so
0: gotcha and I know that in the past, I really don't know. I'm going to say a couple years, but I know it's been longer than that. I've I've seen a transition in predator and trying to get more into um, not just a cam, camo pattern, but actually uh, more of like a gear type sense that will make you comfortable in the tree stand. Can you can you talk on that a bit?
1: Yeah. So um, just just kind of a natural. Transition. I mean, it was always well, a camo company, but we we always made our own, had always made our own uh, gear. So, but it was all based on you know before styling was you know as big of an issue, and you know just as technology kind of changed, and and gear and all that stuff kind of changed with it. Um, it was just kind of a natural process for us to to try and get more technical and try and you know offer, offer gear that we want to actually hunt in stuff that serves a function for us as as bow hunters and um and guys who are you know running out west and running up and down mountains or or sitting in a tree into late late December early January you know trying to trying to get gear that will keep us in the stand longer that'll keep us out in the in the in the, in the mountains longer um drier whatever that may be um, just a desire to try and you know Get as you know good as gear as we can possibly get, so that's that's kind of where the transitions um taking place. It's a slow process for us um, we don't have the huge budgets that uh, some of the bigger companies do, so it's it's a slower process for us, but it's it's slowly been coming along, and um uh, I'm even more excited about some of the products that we're gonna be bringing out this year too so
0: yeah, I know that uh you know right now the buzz from what I'm, you know, from what the people are telling me is layers, you know, you got to have the right layers to, to walk in or whether you're, you're sitting, you know, walking to your tree stand, you get hot and sweaty. Then when you get up there, you're not moving and and you try to stay warm. I know that there there are certain companies out there that, that have that. and, And you mentioned, you know, they have these gigantic budgets and I have a, you know, and you mentioned that you are, you're going down that path. What, what's coming in the, um, I guess in the future so that Predator can can truly be a one-stop shop for you know all your layers. Well,
1: I mean it just it just kind of you know as as the company grows and and we can do more consistent sales and and, and allow us to bring in um, the number of products that we'd like to bring in every year. I mean we've got um, we've got a, a program you know of, of thirty or forty new products that we've been looking at um we're limited on based on what our budget is what we can do um that you know we have to pick and choose which which ones fill fill the holes that we need filled right now and um and you know that's kind of where we've been working towards you know we started with um you know transitioning and you know some of the better products were the lighter weight stuff that we came out with first and kind of added some different pieces and layers there and um, so we're kind of building out the the system as we go, but it's um, it's still we're still adding some pieces and um, like kind of right now, one of the things we've been working on and we're excited about for next year is our there's our new insulated stuff, which which is um, I'm incredibly impressed with. Um, I can't wait to actually, we've got stuff showing up sample wise showing up here in the next few days to uh, get out and um, test and and shoot photos and stuff with for um, the next, uh, couple weeks here in late season. So.
0: Is any of that stuff going to be ready or at least a prototype but for the ATA show?
1: Yeah, we will have, we will have, uh, um, a sample, um, set of that at ATA. So,
0: so how did that process start when you guys were going through the, the transformation to, to become more than just a camo pattern? Um, What's the thought process of how you, you know, reached the the, the product lineup that you currently have?
1: Um, as far as just, um, you know, picking and choosing which ones, which products we're coming out with and and which products we're working on for each year or?
0: Yeah, I mean, just, I guess when you guys sit in a, in a meeting and you K, okay, um, this is what I think we need. And then out pops the adrenaline jacket.
1: Yeah, so it. Kind of, it kind of bases based on uh, it's based on a lot of things. It's based on current inventory of, of products that we have in stock, um, where you know where we've pushed through numbers, um, you know. So it's kind of uh, you know as we're selling off of you know an older an older item, lightweight, you know, before it was a lot more of our stuff was lightweight, you know, cotton twill pants and bottoms as well you know we wanted to transition that away you know kind of away from that a little bit to more performance-based stuff and that was gave us an opportunity to kind of try and you know try and bring in the or to bring in the adrenaline line um both pant and bottom so that's kind of a big part of what what we're able to do is based on you know our inventories and our numbers and you know because we do you know work with factories that have minimums that we have to meet and you know because of that sometimes we're sitting with a couple of your supply supply products so um just based on numbers and based on where our sales are that's kind of what we're what we're forced to deal with so
0: gotcha is all is all of predator stuff uh where, where's predator stuff made at
1: um it's it's all overseas uh Washington Oh, we make some some hats and, and gators and accessories are made here in, here in the states but uh most everything is made overseas. Um, it's just um, in order to be competitive and to, to to play in the industry that we do, we, we, we have no choice.
0: Gotcha. Now, when it comes to when it comes to a price point, um, where would you guys say? Are you, you? I know you're not at the low end. You know, you're. We're not going to find your stuff at Walmart. Um, so, whereabouts is your is the price point for Predator products compared to other similar products on the market?
1: Um, As far as, I mean, we want to be, we want to be, where Predator wants to be is 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 near the top end of the market, but as far as, that's as far as performance and products go, um, we want to offer a very competitive price, so um, we want to be lower than the highest end prices in the market, so, and I think you're going to see that with some of our new garments we're coming out with, um, and kind of some of the stuff we have, have come out with, um, in, in the last year or two. So, um, the new stuff is going to be incredibly, um, in, incredibly good as far as performance goes, but the price is going to be, um, not exactly what you'd expect. Um, it's going to be probably a higher, a little bit higher than our past products, but it's also performance wise is going to be, um, better than what we've offered before. So, that's kind of that's kind of our goal is to offer the you know best gear we can performance wise but yet still at a pr- price that's affordable for most people
0: gotcha gotcha and then um let's see here from from a i guess I'm going to I want to break it down right now and talk about individual bow hunters and maybe what pattern because realistically a guy can't a guy can't buy every pattern to, to match every time of year. And that's just my personal opinion. Correct. So from, let's say we'll start out West for a Western hunter. What product, and let's say you're hunting elk or you're hunting mule deer, um, in a, in a little bit of a higher elevation, what product and then maybe maybe a specific garment or, or or set of garments, pants and tops, would would be best for let's say your your Western elk and mule deer hunter. Um,
1: Western elk and mule deer, um, you're gonna be. It's a I mean it all, it's all gonna depend I guess on on your location. I mean if you're in Colorado and dark timber, or if you're, you know if you're in Aspens, or depending on where you're at, it's you know kind of you know gonna be specific to that, but um, regardless get and that's you know, aspens I guess, you know, you can get away with fall gray, you could get away with you could get away with brown deception. Um, dark timber, you know, your green deception would work. You know, it just depends on elk season it's gonna be probably more green than it is gonna be, you know, you know, dark and fall grey, but um or, you know, if you're hunting mule deer above timberline or areas like that where you're gonna be more rock shale that's where, like, the 3D pattern looks really good. Gotcha. Um, and then as far as product-wise goes, typically what I wear and kind of what um, most guys wear that, you know, we hunt with out west f- during the, you know, early early um, mule deer and elk season for archery is uh, typically we'll wear the adrenaline. Um, and then, you know, as temperature gets a little cooler, we'll layer up with, uh, you know, different base layers underneath. But that's really our go-to, you know, for out west.
0: Now let's move east a little bit into, you know, somewhere like uh, South Dakota or uh, Nebraska, where you're not hunting in a tree stand or you're you're going to be doing some spot and stalking, uh, but there's no there's no trees.
1: Okay, so as we as we move more into that range, that's that's really where like our 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 patterns like our our products like our high plains. Um, shines. Uh, it's it offers some um, wind cutting ability. It's super quiet fabric. It's, um, it's prep fabric that's got some stretch to it. So, you know, if you're crawling, if you're, you know, hiking, or you know, depending on what you're doing, it, you know, it's stuff that's fabric that's going to move with you and not work against you. Um, it's going to have some some moisture wicking abilities. Um, it's going to be um, somewhat resistant to your moisture whether it be rain or snow if you have you know area situations where you get caught in those those kind of conditions um and then as far as patterns go um you know it's more plainsy more grassy um that's kind of where more of the the brown deception would really really shine in that kind of situation so
0: and then i know that okay we'll move further east now we're talking the mid your typical midwest even eastern guy who is you know Throughout the in- season, you're you're going from your you know you know some of these seasons start before October first, you know up into September, and they go all the way to January. Is is there a pattern that you might recommend, and maybe a garment that you might recommend for that entire season? Um,
1: if you if you had to pick one pattern for your entire season, um, is most likely going to be round deception. Um, it's just the most versatile um, pattern as far as breakup and, and um, the cover and tones, and it works works and looks really good while there's still leaves leaves on and changing, and then as leaves start to fall and whatnot, it still it still works really really well, and it's kind of what I've been wearing until you know late late season when there's nothing left, so that's when I switch to fall gray. But um, and as far as products go, it's that's a that's a tough. Um, tough way to go. What I, I like, I like the high plains suit a lot right now. Um, I have that, and I actually will layer with that um, underneath based on you know temperature range. It works, you know, you know, really, really good, you know, in that 50, 60 degree temperatures. But then, if you layer correctly and put some, you know, whether it be if you have some sort of insulation underneath. Um, whether it be a vest or a pair of pants um, or just your basic, you know, merino wool or wool bottoms, um, that's kind of where I would go to. Uh, the The new G2 suit has been a big favorite. It's a more athletic fit. Um, it's, a, it's a fleece garment as well that offers a lot of warmth for, for what it is. Um, so I guess those are kind of the two go-tos right now. Uh, and then, as as you know, this year, with as uh, we start to get the new products and and stuff for next year, that I think that'll change a little bit. But that's kind of where I would be at right now.
0: Gotcha. Now, let's say there's a guy. He's standing in uh, a retail store that sells your product, or he's looking online and he's debating whether or not he should get, he should go with Predator Camel, or he should go with another brand that he's been going with his entire life or you know he's a first time hunter and he wants to you know he's he's looking for good quality camo but he's you know he's been buying the the Walmart brand his entire life and then just packing on layers underneath of it what do you want to say to that guy to to get him to to buy predator
1: um it it really comes down to for us is um i mean once once you try once you try hunting in predator, I mean, and you have those experiences with, with whether it be white tails or elk or, or whatever it may be, um, white tails obviously is, is a very popular animal. Um, most everybody has them, you know, close, close to home. And, um, but it, once you have that experience with, with, with an animal wearing predator and, and they, they look through you and not, they don't see you, they, you know, they may have caught movement. They may even have caught a little bit of scent, and they're they're on alert, and they know they know there's something, but they can't you know they they can't make out what you are. They can't pinpoint you know what you are. I mean you don't they don't you don't look like a human, so they're not they're not alarmed, and they don't run away, or or they may be on alert a little bit more, but there's not they're not going to take off, and it's still going to provide you with that possibility of a of a shot if it's you know if it's a buck or if it's a doe that you're hunting or whatever it may be, but it's for us, that's what it comes down to. Is, is once you once you try it and you have that experience um, wearing Predator, it's it's a big reason why the guys who wear Predator, you know, are diehard diehard Predator guys and love it because they know that what the the advantage that Predator offers is 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 a secondary kind of security that if you do get busted, you know, reaching for your bow or or moving or whatever, and then you sit still then you basically essentially disappear and the animals have no idea that you're there anymore.
0: Gotcha. Now where, where are you guys in any major retail stores? Uh, can you point somebody, I guess de- not really depending on where they live anywhere, really what's, is there a retail store that you might recommend or a, a place that you might recommend to, you know, so before purchasing they can go touch, feel, look at, you know something that they're interested in.
1: Yeah, so it's going to be that's going to be a, a little bit tr- tricky. Uh, it's going to be based on region, um, and based on you know the chains themselves. We're we're in Bass Pro, we're in some Shields, we're in some Cabela's, but it's going to be based on that location as, as to how much they carry, or and or if they carry it at all. So it's um, it's tough to say you know exactly you know if the store next you know down the street is going to have predator or not um the best thing to do is call and ask um if they if they do and if they don't um you know just that way they they know that people were calling and asking you know so that that may get back to their managers and they may end up being able to carry more of it so
0: gotcha and then uh we
1: do have a dealer we do have a dealer locator on our website too so if if somebody can you know log on there and and check that out and see if there's anybody close by that offers the line that you can go in and, and try on and check out.
0: All right. Now I got a question from Facebook and his name is Scott Clark here. And he's asking about, he's basically asking about ground blinds. And if you know of any place that you, he can get a ground blind with predator camo on it.
1: Um, as of right now, um, I don't believe there, there were any um, manufactured for this last year, but I know um, we're working with a guy, um, a new company that's going to be offering new blinds, um, and that will be, um, that information will be out at ATA,
0: so. Perfect. 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 Well, hey, man, I really appreciate you taking time out of your day to talk with us about Predator. Um, I guess, other than the website, is there any place uh, that people should go for more information or or to learn more about Predator.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, just you know, pay attention. You know, check us out on our, our Facebook page. We're we're always on on there sharing sharing pictures and photos, or or even just you know answering questions. You know, if guys have questions about certain products or patterns or whatever, you know, feel free to shoot us a message on there, or you know, send us a picture or whatever it may be. Um, we want to be connected to you guys, everybody out there who's who's uh, wearing our stuff and who who's interested in wearing our stuff. So. Um, and then, yeah, we're, we're you know, pretty active on Instagram as well, sharing a lot of pictures and stories um, on there. So um, a couple of places to pay attention and
0: check us out. Cool. And then I, I guess there's one more question here um, in regards to sizing and how to properly, you know, if I want to look online, uh, if I'm going to buy online from you guys and I don't really know what size to get, is there any particular – uh, resource, you know, that I can make an accurate purchase or how easy it is it to switch if I order something that's too big or too small?
1: Yeah. So, um, our sizing, is, our sizing chart's not standard. It's changed a little bit here and there, um, kind of with the transition of products and whatnot, we're trying to go to more of a, um, more of an athletic fit, more of a, um, more, just more, more fitting garments instead of, the baggy you know cover cover big you know wide range of, of sizing we're trying to get um, a little bit more accustomed as far as that goes so there is going to be some pain process in that switching as we go forward and and trying to build that out um, so there could be times where you know one product is an extra large it doesn't feel like another product which is an extra large so that that can be a bit of a pain issue there is um, a sizing chart and Um, Information on that on the website that will kind of tell you which products will fit uh, more true to sizing or which ones will run a little bit more athletic fit or which ones run a little bit big, Um, and then kind of hopefully you know in the next couple years as we get this transition, everything will be more consistent um, as far as sizing goes, and and then as far as ordering, if you order stuff and you have a sizing problem, you know get a hold of us, you know we'll send it back, we'll take it back, do an exchange, no problem there, so.
0: Sounds good. Well, again, thanks for uh, taking time out of your day to uh, sit down and talk with us about Predator and the products and the lineup. And um, you know, once you, once you guys get all of your new products launched up and ready to go, we'll have to we'll have to talk again.
1: Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm excited for everybody to to get to see some of the stuff we've been working on, and and um, it's 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 exciting. It's it's new stuff that's definitely gonna open eyeball, eyeballs for Predator and, and I think even some of the old guys who've been wearing Predator for a long time are going to be excited about some of the new stuff too, as well. So it's it's exciting time for us. Um, we're excited to to be able to share the new products finally, and uh, yeah, it's been. Uh,
0: I will say for for the real hard, the guys who are hardcore Predator fans, they will tell you and this, this is just for my observation, if there are certain people out there who are hardcore predator camo guys and they, they will rep your product till the grave. That's, that's, that's pretty cool. And that's,
1: and that's, and that's kind of what is about. That's what predator is about. I mean, it's, it's once that's, and that's because once you have, once you wear it and you have those situations and, and you feel and you, and you see what you get away with wearing predator, it's, it's, you don't want to wear anything else to the woods because you you know if you do have that situation where you do get busted you know and the deer starts looking your way or whatever it may be and that's where you get away with that stuff and and you know that's that's all it takes is you you have that second layer of security of, of if you do move i'm protected because i'm one predator so
0: gotcha all right man well you have a good one and we will talk again cool man appreciate it thanks and that is the end of our podcast with Chris Hood of Predator Camo today. And uh, as always, or I guess I shouldn't say as always because I don't know if every company is always going to agree to this, but um, i like to do a giveaway. And today's giveaway, Predator has offered to, I guess, donate a G2 suit, their new G2 suit. So um, you're going to get a jacket and you're going to get... Uh, a pants, a pair of pants, uh, just by entering into this contest. Uh, you share the Facebook page, you leave a comment, all the instructions, just like every, you know, just like every giveaway we do, it's going to be the exact same every time, and uh, that uh, that G2 suit comes in brown deception, fall gray, and or 3D deception, and what will happen is uh, I'll pick the winner sometime late next week, and I will go ahead and the winner i'll just say hey what's your size and what camel pattern you want i'll relay that message back to uh, predator and uh, they'll ship it to you as soon as they can so uh, good luck to everybody who enters and uh, as always man make sure that you are uh, checking out the facebook page checking out the uh, ninefingerchronicles.com blog and uh i always try to keep it loose and fresh and uh try to get you guys the information that hardcore bow hunters uh need and want and uh you know check me out on twitter and check out uh instagram and blah 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 wear your damn safety harness